Good morning, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Michael Mullis, and just like the song says, let's get it started. Yes, we're going to take on this show like we always do and teach you eh, interesting ways to save you interest. My goal, of course, is to bring you some, some positive information going into the holiday season. And, of course, a lot of us are getting the new news with, you know, the Omicron coming up, and we want to stay safe and stay, you know, close with our family. So please... From all of us at Mortgage Teacher, stay safe, enjoy your family time. You know, let's enjoy this this time off. And this is when what happened last year was this is when our phone started ringing off a lot more because people were at home, you know, and unfortunately they they had the time to maybe look into their numbers and see if they could, you know, develop some new plans going into the next year. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about on today's show. There's a lot of talk about interest rates going up. That's probably one of our biggest driving calls right now is, should I break my mortgage now because rates are low now? Well, let's talk about this, folks, because the Bank of Canada, or OSFI, uh, the superintendent that controls the stress test, just had a meeting yesterday. Uh, the Bank of Canada had a meeting last Wednesday about interest rates. So let's just talk about these interest rates that are going up, going up, going up, because I've been reading them in the newspapers. And let's just talk about that a little bit, because what is going up by how much and is it enough to take that you can't take advantage? And this is what we're going to talk about. So if you want to look up any of this news, uh, you know, these these podcasts or even, of course, other um, blogs that we create, feel free to go to mortgageteacher.com. We are big on social media. In fact, these rate announcements have been announced on social media. So you can follow us on, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever it may be. I think there's even some some mortgage teacher on the old TikTok. So I don't know. I'm a little bit of the older generation, so I'm trying to fight through this. But again, feel free to look us up. You can always call us 226-289-2991. Now, back to what we were talking about with interest rates. Let me identify what rate is what, okay? So first of all, we basically have two kinds of mortgages a Canadian can get. A variable rate mortgage that can float up and down. And we'll talk about that in a moment. And then there's a fixed interest rate, which is what most Canadians are, you know, the common knowledge is the five-year fixed. So when it comes to a fixed rate, you get it. It doesn't change for five years. In five years, you sit down and renegotiate that interest rate. Oh, Michael, this is such a boring show. I know what fixed and variable is. Okay, well, let's talk about this a little deeper then, okay? Because fixed and variable are oranges and apples, okay? They're two different worlds here. And here's what I mean. Because in the news all throughout November going into December, we were getting, you know, news, we're sending out stories about interest rates going up. Lock in now, interest rates are going up. Those interest rates were tied to the fixed rates. Now, let's talk about how we can identify, and maybe even project where the five-year fixed is going. If you Google Bank of Canada five-year bond, stocks and bonds, they go up and down all the time. We can't predict them. We just watch them. If they start to go up over a whole week, well, guess what? Rates are probably going to go up. If the rates are going down over a couple of weeks, well, you know, banks might enjoy those profits for a little bit, but eventually we might see the five-year fixed come down. This is exactly what we saw throughout 2021. The five-year fixed, believe it or not, was trickling down all from February all the way to September. So we saw, you know, 299, 27, 26, 25, 24. Some banks were even, you know, offering a 2.3. So we that was your five-year fixed rate. 
Now, in September, that five-year bond started to go up steep. If you look up this graph yourself, you can see this. Bank of Canada five-year bond. And then it started to spike up, and that's when rates went up in November. But coincidentally, ever since about, I would say, first week of December, maybe even last week of November, the five-year fixed bond, or the five-year bond, has actually been coming down. I know we're all tied up with Christmas and, you know, family vacation. Well, maybe not vacation, but um, we're all so busy that maybe we're not noticing some of the banks are kind of bringing back some some discounts. Maybe they, instead of a 2.74, they have a 2.64 special. So although they've been, we've been reading articles that rates are going up, the five-year fix is actually tricking down the last couple of weeks. Okay. So that's the fixed rate and that's what caused the media and the newspapers. I got to admit, folks, I read a lot of articles and it was just saying rates are going up rates. Well, well, what rate? Is it the fixed? Is it the variable? Is it this stress test rate? What is this? So that's what we're going to get into now. I just explained the five-year fixed product. It floats with the bond market. So me as a, a broker, if I see the five-year fixed rate going up all next week and the week after, I'm going to send an email to my team to all of the brokers and say, guys, expect the five-year fix to start going up at banks. And sure enough, you know, one of the banks sends an email. We're putting our rate up tonight at midnight. Tomorrow at midnight, another banks goes up. That's how the fixed work. Now, let's get into variable. Last Wednesday, Bank of Canada met about the overnight floating variable rate. Now, let's explain this, okay, folks? Variable floats with, hmm, how can I explain it? Our federal... Agents, uh, federal having a meeting, is that the best way to explain it? But let's identify exactly what they're looking into. They look into how us Canadians can live. And here's what I mean. How's the unemployment rate? Yes, we have soaring, soaring real estate costs. Houses are going up and they want to bring the rates up to slow that down. But this is a little bit different, folks. This is a global inflation you know, when they change prime, all things change. Your line of credit changes how much you're borrowing. All of a sudden, if prime goes down, you start seeing GMC, 0% financing. Volkswagen, 0% financing. Ford, 0% financing. You see, don't pay at Tepperman's for a year. When prime comes down, money gets cheaper right across the board. In fact, every time they meet to change prime, it has to be the first Wednesday of the month because for the next three weeks, all the companies have to change their marketing. You can't have that TV commercial when on the first, the rate is going to change. So when you look at it, this is a little bit of a, a different scenario. A lot of people think, oh, rates are going to shoot up. Well, first of all, let me identify this because I am shocked on how many people think this happens. Did you know that in a variable rate, you cannot wake up tomorrow and have a 10% interest rate? It does not float with the bond market goes along with meetings and they're not even meeting again until April of 2022. So we know the interest rates are going to stay the same until April 2022 and we will see how much we are recovering as an economy. Is there more jobs accepted? Um, are we struggling to afford what we can pay? I find it hard to believe that you know, a Chevy truck is hard to buy now as it is because of global inflation. The parts aren't accessible and therefore it's going to be hard to go and put, you know, 4.99% financing on a brand new truck when it's hard to sell that truck anyway. It's expensive. So to be honest with you, a lot are predicting that we can't see very big increases in the prime rate. We just can't afford it. Okay. So as far as variable, 
let's talk a little deeper. They, they didn't move prime. If people are saying rates are going up, rates are going up, and a lot of people are like, ooh, I'm not taking the variable. I could be 10% tomorrow morning. Well, listen, today prime is at 2.45%. And they just announced last Wednesday that they're not going to move it. And if they do, it's not going to be till April. And when they do meet, okay, they typically only move prime 0.25, a quarter. So right now, banks are offering prime minus one, pretty close to that anyway. So you'd be at 1.45%. Well, if fixed rates are all the way up at, you know, 2.7, folks, prime has to move five times to catch your fixed rate. This is where the advantage could be taken on variable. For example, the people I just sat with this week, a good example is if they take a fixed rate, their payment is X. If they take a variable, their payment is $450 cheaper per month. <clears throat> now I call them out and I said, well, if you take the variable, what are you going to do with that 450 If you're going to spend that going out and on hockey gear, okay, that's another story. Now, just notice the time. This flies by pretty quick. My name is Michael Mullis, president of Mortgage Teacher, and we're identifying the difference between fixed, variable, are rates going up, are they staying the same, what's going on with this stress test announcement, huh, so much. Anyway, let's go to a quick news break, and I'll be back right after this, and we'll pick up on what is a variable mortgage and how can you take advantage. We'll talk soon, right after this news break. Well, thank you, everyone, and yes, here we go again. That's a classic song, by the way. But my name is Michael Mullis. If you're just tuning in now, I run a program on here called Mortgage Teacher. And of course, that's what we do on the show is teach you interesting ways to save you interest. And if you have been listening the whole time, thank you so much. I do appreciate all the listeners we have. It's been fantastic feedback. And I just want to give, well, here we go. We, we, we have an ad going. It's kind of funny now. We want to give less, less interest, of course, to everyone. So what we've been talking about this show is all the news articles of rates going up, rates going up. I don't want to use this, but it almost seems fear-mongering because that seems to be the word of the day is what we're reading. And we really want to rip these articles apart nowadays because it sits there and says rates are going up, rates are going up. Lock in now, rates are going up. Get your mortgage now, rates are going up. But folks, what rate? There's variable rates, there's fixed rates, and then there's a stress test rate. And that's what we're identifying. So just a, a quick catch-up. When we went through the fixed rates, we, we said, you know what? As a broker, I can't really predict the fixed rates. Here's what you get. I can predict that it's not going to move for five years because you have this rate. But I don't know where it's going to be in six months, one year from now. All we do is we follow the five-year bond, Bank of Canada. If it goes up, rates go up. If it goes down, rates go down. Yeah, the banks might take their time lowering the rates because they're earning the profits, but you get the picture. Variable rate is a different bird, folks. And this is what we were talking about, oranges and apples. Variable rate goes with how the economy can afford things. You know, is it expensive for a Canadian to live? Is it, what's the employment rate like? Oh, you know, cost of energy, oh, you know, compared to our dollar. And of course, we've got these rising, rising real estate markets, okay? And that's why they usually want to put rates up to slow down the market. But folks, I don't know if that's going to slow down the market. This is a global inflation. And that's what they got to be careful because they also don't want to make it that Canadians can't afford to live. So when prime goes up, actually, let's do this. Let's go back in time. Now, you know, it's, it's, not, it's kind of a dark moment, but, you know, we can use a market change. September 11th, 2001. 
When that happened, Prime came down and came down again because consumer spending confidence was at an all-time low. So they brought rates down so we could afford things more. And if you go look at the Super Bowl of 2002, you're going to see some marketing mecca there and you're going to see all the big five cars, you know, 0% financing for your Dodge Neon. That's what happened back then. So when rates go down, you know, you get, don't pay for your Tepperman's. You get a certain special on your visa. Uh, You know, your vehicle loan is cheaper. When prime comes down, all rates come down. For example, your line of credit is usually prime, you know, maybe plus a half or plus two. So prime today, like I mentioned, is at 2.45%. Okay. So a variable rate mortgage, you can get prime minus, prime minus 1%. Well, folks, and I've been doing this for over 20 years now. And the lowest we typically see on a variable is prime minus 0.4, prime minus a quarter, prime minus a half. So if you're getting prime minus one right now, I know that's a fantastic product because we haven't really had it in 20 years. So I think that the banks are going to take away that discount in time. For example, today you could maybe get prime minus one, but in six months you send a friend to mortgage teacher and you only get prime minus a half because they've squeezed the discount a little cheaper. That's what I can see happening first before we see the variable rate start to go up. Now, Like I mentioned, they just met last Wednesday and announced that they're not going to raise prime. In fact, they're meeting in April 2022. Do we expect an increase? Possibly. Because, of course, the states have announced they're putting their prime up. All the other, you know, globally, prime is going up a quarter to raise to kind of match the inflation we're seeing. So we could see an increase of a quarter. But folks, if you're prime minus one, your rate's at 1.45, up a quarter, you're only sitting at 1.6, okay? So it's not, sorry, 1.7. You're, you're not even close to a fixed rate, which is more than 2.7. So here's where the opportunity exists to take over, to write up a new plan, take the variable. But now, like I've always said on this show, guys, the lowest rates are here. They are here right now. You can get them, the lowest rates I've ever dealt with in history, but are you gonna take advantage? Don't just let them spit out a payment of, oh, 720 bi-weekly and you shake your head yes. While their rates are here, now is when you should be paying down your mortgage the most. So for example, when we have people come in, they're like, well, a fixed rate, maybe your payment is X, maybe $1,800, but with a variable, your payment is only 1400 Our advice is to put that extra 400 down on the mortgage, maybe into another savings account. We call it the incubator account. Let it warm up and build up and then pay your mortgage off at a faster rate. See, there's two kinds of Canadians that I run into in the future. We're going to look back at these low rates and say, Michael, remember when the rates were one and two percent? Oh, I really enjoyed those times and we could afford to go out for dinner every night. And I bought my son a brand new hockey stick, you know, every other month because I could afford it. Hmm. That's not the type of people I want to be hearing from, but that's what typically happens because we take our payment and we spend the rest. And that's bad advice, folks. Here at Mortgage Teacher, we want to come up with a plan and here's what I want to hear. When I run into clients in the future, they say this, Michael, remember when rates were 1% and 2%? Wow, we really took advantage. And, you know, in the last five years, we paid off over $88,000 or we paid off $120,000. Exactly. That's what I want you focusing on, folks, the results. In fact, here comes the end of the year now. 
how much principal have you paid off in the entire year? I ask people all the time, how much do you pay off per year in your mortgage? And many people are like, I don't know. Is it 10,000? Is it 8,000? Is it 12,600? Is it 4,400? Nobody really pays attention to what they pay off per year, but man, does everybody know their interest rate. But let's think reverse psychology here. If you were investing, if you gave someone $100,000, at the end of the year, you get your statement. What are you going to look at? I can almost guarantee you would look at the results. Be results focused. Know how much you're paying off. Create a plan and stay on tune. We have automation now in banking. You can go and set, like my wife and I have set up a, an alternate bank account. It literally says extra towards mortgage. And we have $492 biweekly moving over to that account. Why? Because that was money that was going elsewhere in other interest payments. Once our vehicles are paid off and you know when life gets to that point that you can afford to put more down, allocate that to yourself. Set it and forget it. Automate that stuff, guys. I don't think I want to swear on the radio, but automate that stuff. That's that's what you can do here. And that's that's the gift we have. So with variable rate, it's low enough, folks, we can take huge advantage. Yes, the fixed year fixed rates are still lower than three percent. And it all depends more on where you are in life. If you're a first-time home buyer about to raise a family, maybe you want to lock this in for five years and not worry because you got other things in life to, to take on. If you're, you know, you only owe about seventy or a hundred thousand dollars left and you want to be aggressive and pay this down and you know you're very disciplined with your money, take advantage of the variable, pay lesser interest, and man, that's more principal in your pocket. Now, we've talked about the fixed rates, they float with the bonds. We've talked about variable, and that kind of depends how the economy's adjusting, and we'll watch for that in April 2022, and of course, moving forward. But like I said, variable is still prime minus one, still a huge discount. Here's the final rate that when people say rates are going up, because they just met yesterday, Friday, and they announced it's the stress test. They set this guideline out, so it doesn't matter what kind of rate you get, 4%, 3%, 2%, 0% interest rates. Every Canadian has to qualify at 5.25. And yet again, this rate did not change yesterday. The qualifying. So if we just read articles for the last three months, rates are going up, rates are going up, rates are going up. Okay. The stress test did not go up. It's still at 5.25. Variable did not go up. It's still at 1.45, 1.5, you know, 1.6%. Folks, come on. We have not seen rates as cheap. The only thing that went up a little bit was fixed rates went from about 2.5 to 2.7, which on the average, every 0.10 is about $25 a month. So we've seen an adjustment of $25 to $50 a month in fixed rates. Other than that, there's no big fear out there of rates going up. Lock in now and let's just watch over the holidays. Enjoy your holidays, folks. Enjoy your family time. And let's get ready to take on 2022. I'm Michael Mullis, president of Mortgage Teacher, and that's what we're here to do for you folks. I'm ready to take on, create a plan. Reach out to us anytime at mortgageteacher.com and have yourselves a fantastic holiday. We're signing out and we'll be talking to you soon. Take care, folks.